In the book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible states that place. so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Awesome I pray that you are Come blessed by what you are about to hear or listen to. He can move this is a Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries presentation. Stay blessed. Bible says something very profound in the book of Hebrews. Say that by faith we know, depending on whatever version we are using, Hebrews chapter 11 said that by faith we know, some version says that by faith we understand that the worlds, plural, the worlds were fashioned by the word of God. Amen. The Bible makes us understand that without him, that means that the word of God is a person. It's a personality. The word of God is a personality. It says that without him, there was not anything made that was made. Hallelujah. I really like Bible English. There's not anything made that was made. Amen. It says that without him. Hallelujah. So the Bible specifically said that without him, that means that the word of God was a personality. Is a personality. Amen. The word of God is a personality. Before, so the Bible says that in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. Praise the Lord. In the fullness of time. But the Bible also said that this son was begotten. Hallelujah. Begotten. Begotten. Amen. But then the Bible says in John chapter 1, that the word became flesh. The word was manifested. Praise the Lord. The word was manifested. The word became flesh. The word took on flesh. Meaning that before the son was begotten, he who was begotten pre-existed. And everything that exists came through him. And before he was manifested as the son, he was the word of God. He was God. Hallelujah. So we have evidences throughout the Bible because the Bible says that without him there was not anything made that was made. Amen. Expressly referring to the Son of God as the Word. So by Revelation Apostle John got, got to understand that before the Son of Man, Son of God, merged together, was manifested, he existed as the word of God. Hallelujah. He existed as the word of God. And the writer of Hebrews makes us understand that by faith, we know that the worlds, the worlds were fashioned by the word of God. Amen. The very foundation of the world we know right now here was fashioned by the word of God. By the word of God. By the word of God. Hallelujah. By the word of God. And so the word became flesh. And so on Sunday at Spencer's branch, we spoke about something that, you know, the names that were given to Jesus. Hallelujah. The names that were given to Jesus, they were just um, revelations. Revelations for men. 
to understand or to catch a glimpse of who he was. So we understand that Jesus is from the, is from the Aramaic word Yeshua, which is Joshua, to deliver or to save or to redeem. Hallelujah. Amen. So the word Jesus made us understand that, oh, this is the deliverer. This is the redeemer. This is the savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, same, same, same thing. Same thing. We are, we are, we are, we are building it up. Same thing. The, 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 the prophet Isaiah prophesied and said that, um, a virgin shall be with child. And his name shall be Emmanuel. Amen. His name shall be Emmanuel. Hallelujah. His name shall be Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means God with us. Hallelujah. That was another revelation. Because for us today, when we hear God with us, it is fine. It is, it is, it is, unfortunately, in our minds, it is common. We have been taught that God is with us. Hallelujah. God is with us. It has become common knowledge. But in times past, God with us had not yet been revealed. Hallelujah. In times past, there was a certain holies of holies. In times past, there was not a mixture between spirit and man. Hallelujah. There there could not be a coexistence between spirit, between God and man. And so man had to go through so many rituals to prepare himself for the presence of God. Amen. Because flesh has no standing in the glory of the Father of Spirits. Hallelujah. Of the Father of Spirits. And so God with us was a revelation that prophet Isaiah caught. Amen. And prophesied. Emmanuel. Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Amen. So Jesus, Redeemer, Deliverer, Savior, Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. Because until, and, 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 and to these points, you know, the name Jesus, because the, 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 um, the Israelites, the Jews, they understood by prophecy that there was going to be a certain deliverer. You see, they were waiting for the deliverer, but it seems that I don't know what they were thinking. The deliverer came and it swerved them. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. Amen. They were waiting for the deliverer. The deliverer, God even gave him the name Jesus, Yeshua. Hallelujah. They were waiting for a time where they could worship. They could be in the presence of God. Amen. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Son of God. Son of God. He was called the Son of God and the Son of Man. Amen. The Son of God. Now, I always tell people that that title, Son of God, Amen, that title, Son of God, it was given to Jesus not for his sake, but for our sakes. Hallelujah. That title, Son of God, it was given to Jesus because Jesus is himself God. But he was born, took on the nature of flesh. 
Hallelujah. He was born and took on the nature of flesh so that he can take we. You see, he, he took on man's nature so that he might take man into God's nature. Hallelujah. By fulfilling all righteousness, by fulfilling all requirements. So Jesus, the son of God, because he was already God. He is God. He became son of God. You see, he became son of God when he was born. So he's the first begotten. He became son of God when he was born. Why? So that then he will make us sons of God. Amen. By taking on our nature, by taking on our sins, by taking on our judgments, by dying, so that we will also die in him and rise in but Bible said that we have been you see, we were baptized into his death, and so we have been we were raised together with him and made to sit and made to sit together with him. What happened was that he came as a son of God. That revelation as son of God was so that we too will be legally, rightfully become the sons of God. Amen. Amen. So God became man. The word of God became flesh so that we will become in the nature of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So a lot of times, you know, it, it, it seems that when we think about God, or let me say the Trinity, we think about God the Father. Then the next level, a, a lower level is God the Son. And then a lower level is God the Holy Spirit. Very limiting thoughts. It's a mindset that will limit you. It's a mindset that will limit how you are able to express the divine nature here on earth. Because, because, this is why, because the Spirit of God is God on this earth. He is God, fully God. So if you think he's a lower class God, if he's a, if he's a third level God, then you realize that you, you, you get third level realities. Because the father is not going to get up and come and be with you. Jesus said that I must go because if I do not go, the, the, the helper will not come. He said that I will send you another comforter, another to be in my stead. Amen. Amen. And so, we need to understand these things and we need to walk with this consciousness. Otherwise, we will be limited. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we will be limited. Amen. Amen. Otherwise, we will be limited. Because I've realized in the word of God that the things that we believe the things that we see in our minds, the things that we conceive in our hearts, the things that become mindsets, they impact our lives. Hallelujah. They shape our lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so the word became flesh. Hallelujah. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. 
God with us. Hallelujah. God with us. That we too might become or might take on the nature of God. The nature of God. Hallelujah. So now talking about the nature of God. The Bible makes us understand that now we have received the life of God. Amen. We have received the life of God. The Bible says that we have been qualified to become partakers of the divine nature. Partakers with the saints. Partakers of the inheritance with the saints in the lights. Amen. We have received a new life. Praise the Lord. We said a new life. And so, the word of God says, so we, we, we all agree that we've, I mean, even if you don't agree, you've not yet agreed in your spirit, you agree in your mind that we've received a new life. Amen. Second Corinthians 5 verse 17. He who is in Christ Jesus is a new creation. Hallelujah. It's a new creation. So we understand that when you become born again, um, it's not like you are washed and said, oh wow, nice, you are washed. You have give you new clothes. Go. Sin no more. That new creature. New creature. And when you read um, the book of Romans from chapter 5 to let's say chapter 9, you understand and, and Paul speaks a lot about the fact that we died with Christ. We died with Christ and then we were resurrected. New. New. We were resurrected as new people. So if we have been baptized into the nature of his death, let us also walk in newness of life. Hallelujah. Let us also walk in newness of life. In the name of Jesus. And so we have a new life, not um, 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 a refurbished, not a renovated, a new life. Amen. And so we ought to walk in the newness of life. Hallelujah. Walk in the newness of life. Hallelujah. Now, when it comes to walking in this newness of life, how are we to walk in this newness of life? Hallelujah. The Bible says, and the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Let's say it again. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The just shall live by faith. So, we've been given a new life. We've been given a new life. How are we to live that life? And there are so many things in the Bible that we, there are so many virtues. There are so many um, mysteries. There are so many graces that have been given to us. But when you look in the Bible, the Bible says when it comes to um, um, how we ought to live out a new life, that it is by faith. Amen. Amen. By faith. Praise the Lord. 
by faith. Praise the Lord. So, we understand. We understand. By faith, we understand. Hallelujah. We understand that we live by faith. Amen. We live by faith. The word became flesh. The word was manifested as flesh and lived a certain kind of life and said that I have given you this life. Live it out. How are we, how, 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 how are we told to live it out by the master? Live it out by faith. Praise the Lord. Live it out by faith. So, then we need to understand that faith is not just, you know, when you believe in God to receive something. Hallelujah. Um, um, that is not when you ought to begin to activate your faith. I believe that that is why a lot of times the faith, you no, know, it fails. Yeah, because it is activated when there is a need. Hallelujah. It is activated when there is a need. Praise the Lord. But we ought to live continually, incessantly, consistently by faith. Praise the Lord. By faith. And so, faith is um, a very large topic. What I want us to look at from the word of God today is the fight of faith. Amen. Somebody say the fight of faith. The fight of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when we look into the New Testament, where a lot of the teaching about faith is recorded, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. You see, the Bible makes us understand that um, as part of our lives, as part of the eternal life, there is, you know, um, there is a wrestling. There is a battle. Hallelujah. But then, again, when you look into the New Testament, you realize that much of the time when the um, um, fighting, wrestling, battling is mentioned, is mentioned as the fight of faith. Praise the Lord. The fight of faith. Amen. Amen. So, First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. We'll start from there. But before we go into First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12, let's have a recap. We understand, we understand by faith that the worlds were fashioned by the word of God. We also know that the word of God pre-existed Everything that we know to be, everything that was created, the word of God pre-existed. The word of God authored, gave life, gave animation to everything that we see and know today. Amen. We know that the word of God was part of Elohim when he said that let us make man in our own image. Amen. Amen. So Elohim is the plural version of El, which is God. And so Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, he said, Come, let us. What was used there was Elohim. The Bible said, and God said, Elohim said, let us, plural. There was subject-verb agreement. 
Amen. You know, in, 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 in English, you might not, you might not understand, you, you might think that God has, you know, maybe, because in English, God is singular. But in Aramaic, it's Elohim. And Elohim said, come let us make man in our own image. Praise the Lord. Elohim. Elohim. Plural. Plural. So when, you see, there's something beautiful about this. You see, God, at that point, it was, it was, it was a council. It was a fellowship of God. He said, let us make man. So God made everything. He made everything. Everything. He said, let, let there be, let there be, let there be. But then when he came to man, he said, let us, emphasis on us. That's plural. He made, he, he said, come, let us make man in our own image. And you see, he said, let's make man in our own image. And when he made man, you realize that he made man plural. Male and female, he made them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Made man. So we're made in the image of Elohim. We're made in the image of Elohim. Hallelujah. Back to Timothy. Praise the Lord. He said that fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. The word of God that was manifested that brought us this life and said, Go ye therefore into the world and live this life. Said that fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you have been called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Hallelujah. Is that fight the good fight of faith. Amen. The, 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 the phrase fight the good fight of faith, um, um, it's, it's, it carries the connotation of winning a competition. Hallelujah. Winning a competition, winning a race, a wrestling match, like a sporting bout. Hallelujah. So that fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Amen. So that lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. When you study this verse of scripture, you realize that that lay hold on eternal life, the, 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 the word lay hold over there, it's, 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 it gives the idea of the fact that it needs to, it's an active verb. It, it, like, it's not a passive, it's an active verb that there is, there is, there is the need to deliberately and with some some level of exertion, lay hold on the thing because there is an opposing force. Hallelujah! There is an opposing force. There is an opposing force. So lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. Amen. To seize. So there's this word people in lighthouse use a lot. Um, lambano. Lambano, right? Lambano. <laughs> yes, Lambano. So, you see, this lay hold, okay, this lay hold, the original word is epilambano. <laughs> Amen. It is, <laughs> so, so, so it is, it is, it is a more exaggerated form of Lambano. Hallelujah. It is, it is, it is a more 
um, um, aggressive form of lambano. It means to hold on to violently. To, to hold on to violently to eternal life. Hallelujah. Why? 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 Because, because this, this life, this eternal life that we've been called to, it is not in line with the principles, the fundamentals of this world that we live in. It is not in line. Number two, the devil does not want you to be able to advance in this life. So we've been called to eternal life, but we understand that there is, there is, there is a growing to be done. So let us, we need to grow into the full stature of Christ. So that's speaking the truth in love. Let us grow into Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the life, this life that we've been called to, this eternal life, there is, there, there are, there are, there are, um, there are adversaries to the life. First of all, the natural makeup of this world does not have fellowship with eternal life. Amen. It does not have fellowship with eternal life and even forgets about, about, about the devil actively trying to, you know, derail you from eternal life. Even the system of the world is at odds with eternal life. The system of the world tells us that hold on to your money. Eternal life tells us that scatter abroad. Amen. Amen. Eternal life tells us that eternal life tells us that by the stripes of Christ Jesus you were made healed. You were made whole. You were healed. The natural way of life tells us that mosquito kawa. You probably need to go and get um, koatem. Hallelujah. So there is a natural friction between the way of eternal life and then the organized system of this world. Amen. Before the Bible says that in First Peter, First Peter chapter five, I believe verse eight and nine, that there's an adversary who walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. So the Bible says, "Fight the good fight of faith." There is a fight of faith. Amen. There is a fight of faith. What is the fight of faith? How do we know that we are fighting the fight of faith? The fight of faith, from looking at these portions of scripture and from looking and studying, lay hold on eternal life. Let's, let's look at before this first Timothy 6 12, Paul told Timothy previously in, I think, chapter one. Um, I think he gave more insights there about the fight of faith. I think first Timothy chapter one, verse um, 18. So he said that this charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies, previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. Hallelujah. Having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Hallelujah. Do we have NET? I think NET breaks it down a bit more. He said that fight the, he said that wage a good warfare. NET. Okay. 
I'll read NET version. But you see, that wage a good warfare. The same as fight a good, the good fight of faith. Wage a good warfare. How do we wage a good warfare? Let's look at NET. I want to read from NET. It says that I put this charge to you, Timothy, my child, in keeping with the prophecies once spoken about you, in order that with such encouragement you may fight the good fight. To do this, you must firmly hold you must hold firmly to faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and so have suffered shipwreck. But I said that to do this, you must firmly hold on to faith. Firmly hold on to faith. That's the same thing that he said in when he said, lay hold. Seize aggressively. Lay hold. Firmly lay hold onto faith. Firmly lay hold onto faith. Firmly lay hold onto faith. Hallelujah. Firmly lay hold onto faith. You know, you can passively hold something. You know, like sometimes when you are, um, sometimes you can be holding something, okay, and you don't realize that you are holding it. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure everybody has, 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 has with it. Like you can be holding something, but it's a passive thing. You know, um, there is passive verb and active verb. Amen. When there's a passive verb, that means that the action is being done to the subject. Hallelujah. When there's an active verb, the subject is deliberately perpetrating the action. Amen. Amen. Deliberately, consciously, there's a target. Amen. There's a target. There's a focus. Hallelujah. And so lay hold onto eternal life. Fight the good fight of faith. Wage the good warfare. That's how do you do this? You do it by laying firmly, holding firmly to faith. Now realize something. He said that, he said that, he, 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 he referred to the prophecies that has gone out, that has gone over, that has gone upon the life of Timothy. And he's saying that wage a good warfare. So words have been spoken. Words have been released. But he's saying that lay hold onto them. Amen. Lay hold onto them. What has God said? Hallelujah. What has God said? Lay hold unto them. Wage the good warfare. Fight the good fight of faith. Work out your own salvation. Amen. By violently holding on to the truths of eternal life, to what God has said, what are you believing? What are you believing about yourself? Amen. Amen. Fight the good fight of faith. Because words will be released. Seeds will be released. That seed must not fall on thorny ground. Fight the good fight of faith. That seed must not fall on stony ground. Fight the good fight of faith. There is a fight of faith. Amen. There is a fight of faith. 
Hallelujah. If it wasn't so, my was if it wasn't so, I wouldn't have. Amen. So there's a fight of faith. And since we have having the same spirit of faith, according to us it is written, as we have believed, so do we speak. Hallelujah. So we having the same spirit of faith. As we have believed, so do we speak. Amen. Hallelujah. God is not a man that he should lie. The fight of faith was designed that you win. Amen. Because faith in itself has victory packaged in it. First John chapter 5 verse 4 to 5. Verse 5 is that, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is the victory that has overcome the world? Even our faith. Amen. Amen. So he that is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory. What is the victory? Read it. There's a victory. There's a victory that has been imparted unto he that is born of God. And that victory is in the faith. It is in the faith. It is in the faith. Meaning that the fight of faith, Nankasano, it was designed that you win. Unless you choose not to fight at all. I mean, if you choose not to fight at all, you, you, you have deliberately forfeited that victory that is being spoken about. Amen. Amen. Fighting the good fight of faith. Because challenges will come. Trials will come. But what, you see, what has God said? You see, a lot of times we fight God by not fighting the good fight of faith. We fight God. What has God said? And we having the same spirit of faith. So what, because we have the same spirit of faith, what has, he said that, that which has been written, that shall I also speak. So, let me paraphrase. So having the, the, the spirit of faith, that's which God has said, that will I also speak. That is the fight of faith. The fight of faith, the warring of faith, is that there would be opposition. There would be contradictory evidences. There would. There will. Amen. So some of us, some of us think it will work by just letting people pray for us. But the good fight of faith, no, it would not, it would not say that um, only apostles, only apostles, only prophets, only pastors, only evangelists. No, 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 no. He said, fight the good fight of faith. If not anything, you too, you've gotten prophecy before. Because in, in the verse one, when he was speaking to Timothy, he said that I, I, I am, I am making reference to the prophecies which have gone over your life. Fight. He said, even there, he said, I wage the good warfare. So you take those words, you take those seeds, and you wage a good warfare. You wage a good warfare. You wage a good warfare. You wage a good warfare by agreeing with God, by aligning with God, and saying that since I also have the same spirit of faith, 
I believed and therefore I have spoken. Amen. So you do not see, you see, you do not see what is happening. You say, oh, we're ready, you will. Amen. Sometimes I say, I'll never say that thing again. Never ever say that thing again. <laughs> say, oh, we're ready, you will. There's another one. Because I realized that as I was growing up, it was very easy for me to worry. Because I lived with world-class warriors. Ah! Any single thing can make us start worrying. World-class. Even when it does not concern us, we will help the person worry. Because we are good friends. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes we fight God instead of fighting the good fight of faith. We do not align with what God has said. Amen. Amen. But then if we, you see, if we are, if we are to overcome the world, if we are to overcome the world, anybody who knows me knows that I like talking about these things. That's, ah, like when I sit down and I'm like, hmm, okay, I'm going to look inside I'm going to look inside, you know, the things that govern this world. The, you know, the, 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 the issues that govern this world. Aren't we supposed to be overcoming them over there? In politics, in business, in education. See, they are spoiling their minds. They are, they are spoiling their minds. You know, of the, of the, of the kids. Right now it's scary. I'm like, I'm saying, I'm like, they so. Which school will we put our children in? You know, because this is how I see it. This is how I see it. When God puts Adam, he said that in effect, what God was saying is that rule, or he said that subject everything. Subject everything. Let everything be subject to the dominion and the authority that you have. Amen. I don't know how it worked in Adam's time. I think that so long as he didn't sin, he had that natural dominion. Eh, our time is not like that. You need to fight the good fight of faith. It is by our faith that we overcome. First John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5. Because there is an opposition. Amen. There is an opposition. And so if we do not, if, you see, we need to be deliberately conscious of these things. I believe. I believe so. That we need to be deliberately conscious of these things. Amen. To be able to take over the world. Hallelujah. Now, I understand that when I say take over the world, we are not saying taking over the world system. And that system will always be there. But making sure that you see, your influence. There was a world system when Abraham was walking on the earth. There was a world system. Hallelujah. There was a world system. But they recognized the authority that Abraham walked with. And we understand that Abraham got into this because of his faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, we see that 
Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, um, Joseph, they live differently than, almost, than everybody else we see in the Old Testament. It's very different. It's very, very different. Very, very different. And so the people went to Egypt. I think it's in Egypt and everything vanished. Very different. So, so different. And so, I believe that as believers, as Christians, we've been called to take the lights into the world. To take the lights into politics, into business, into um, um, culture. The devil is winning in that realm. You've seen all sorts of things. You see culture. This is the new culture. Streets culture. The Indian culture. Coffee culture. Culture is not really, really... Coffee culture. Sports culture. Everything. Fashion culture. And then they are using it. And they are going. They are going. They are going. Hallelujah. Now, when you look at the sheer might, physical, might and power of even, let's say, corporations today, just corporations, just corporations. Forget about their money. If somebody employs 300,000 people, that's 300,000 people has the ability to influence 300,000 families. That's exponential. You are in the millions. Amen. You are in the millions. The millions. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we ought to fight a good fight of faith. When the world is telling us that, oh, no, 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 no. This one, you cannot do it unless you went to Harvard. What has God said? He said, no, 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 no. This place, you cannot break through. No, no, no. Unless you belong to a Freemason. What has God said? Are you taking that seed and waging a good warfare? What are, it, 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 it is necessary. What has God said? Because the influence of the church, the Bible says that the joy of the whole world is Mount Zion. The joy of the whole world is Mount Zion. The Bible says, this is another prophecy, and the, and, the, and, the, and, and the city of God will be exalted above the mountains, above all the other hills. Hallelujah. So there are different, different hills, different, different mountains, different, different kingdoms, but the city of God is exalted above them all. The Bible says that, and all people shall flow to Zion. Hallelujah. All people shall flow to Zion. I believe strongly that we are in an era or a time where God is fanning us. Let's take over the world. It's not, it's not about what we can do, what's, what's all of that. Like, it, it, it's not about our natural skills, 
are natural talents. We understand in, in the book of Exodus chapter 31, it says that, and the people were skilled. They have a skill. They had a skill. But then the Bible says that the spirit of God came upon them. And they got even greater insights. Hallelujah. Bezalel and his friend. They got even greater insights. Not just to do, but also to teach. To multiply. Hallelujah. To multiply that skill. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, we fight the good fight of faith. Amen. And we understand that God designed faith to be victorious. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Even our faith. The victory is the faith. The victory is the faith. The victory is the faith. And faith comes by hearing. Hearing the word of God. The word of God that's created everything. The word of God that's by which the worlds were fashioned. The Bible says the worlds. So not just this world we stand on. So if our faith can grow mighty enough, then we can not just, it is impossible that if our faith will grow mighty enough, that if our faith is able to fight into different dimensions, then our faith will begin to conquer not just towns, not just regions, not just states, not just cities, not just, not just continents, not just even this earth. Then our victory begins to transcend this world. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that, I believe that, you know, the, 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 the Bible says that, um, 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 we shall make known the manifold wisdom of God to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. So we are not limited to this world. Amen. But then there ought to be a growth of faith. Hallelujah. There ought to be a growth of faith. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody say, we will take over the world. Amen. I mean, taking over the world, I'm not saying I go and become president. Find out how God wants you to take over the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Hallelujah. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen. Please, oh, this thing that has been said, is it Kofi Bwachi who is saying it? No, it's not me. Say, take the shield of faith with which you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So, I mean, I was, I was studying this and I, I, I began to realize a pattern that when God spoke, every time that God spoke about faith in his word, it talked about victory too. It talked about overcoming. It talked about transcending limitations. Hallelujah. So that your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So that whom resists steadfast. Hallelujah. Steadfast in the faith. Resists steadfast in the faith. We see that same word resist in James chapter 4 verse 7. Resist the devil. 
that, that be humble, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. And he will flee from you. Meaning, meaning, meaning that, meaning that there are some victories that you will not get if you do not stand steadfastly in faith. Amen. Stand steadfastly in faith. And we also understand that you cannot stand steadfastly in faith if you do not have the word of God in you. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Timothy had prophecies over him. Hallelujah. Timothy had prophecies over him. But you see, it takes faith to hold on to prophecy. Hallelujah. It takes faith to hold on to prophecy. Because if prophecies, I mean, we know from studying the word of God that prophecies are not a sure, um, sure banker, jackpot. It does not work like that. Amen. You can, you can, you can disobey your way out of prophecy. You can talk your way out of prophecy. God says you will do great things and you say, oh, me dear, you know, as for me, dear, if I get any small thing, I like thinking that, you know, we are, you know, we are being humble. Hallelujah. We are being humble. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So what has God said, my sister, my brother? What has God said? What has God said? What has God said? And when I say what has God said, I'm not only speaking about, you know, visions and, and, um, the spectacular. What have you seen in the word of God? Is there anything that you have believed that is not in line with the word of God? If there is, that is an opportunity to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I repeat that if there is anything, if there is anything, so for example, sometimes when you are there, you know, you realize that, ah, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm thinking prideful thoughts as an opportunity to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. That's an opportunity to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Because the Bible says, be humble. Amen. Be humble. And God, in all his wisdom, God, in being a just God, being righteous, does not tell you to do something that you cannot do. Ever. I am humble. But you know, there are some things that you need deeper insights. Hallelujah. Because you need to get into the word of God and even understand what is humility. Hallelujah. You need to understand. You look at the life of Jesus and you, you, you know that this is how I ought to live. Amen. I always say something. The Bible says that as the truth is in Christ Jesus, 
So that as the truth is in Christ Jesus, so the truth of my life is in Christ Jesus. So if there's anything that is not in Christ Jesus, then it should not be in me. So, according to God's design, I cannot be proud. So when I see pride wearing his head, I take the word of God. I take the word of God. And I wage the good warfare. Wage the good warfare. Amen. Of late, I've realized that, you know, any time that I see that, mm, this thing, it is not, it is, it is not in Christ, it is not in Jesus, I examine myself and say, okay, where have I missed it? Or, I mean, is there something that's, am, am, I, am I saying something or am I doing something that is in contradictory, in, in contradiction with what God has said? Amen. Is something happening in my life? Maybe, you see, maybe I could be doing something. Maybe there can be an external force. The fiery darts of the wicked one. So is there something happening that I need to sit down and say, oh, do I need to adjust? Do I need to stop doing something? Do I need to stop thinking this way? Do I need to stop saying this thing? Or do I need to take the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit? Hallelujah. And wage a good warfare. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, a little bit about waging the good warfare. You see, um, I was studying along these lines and I got to a certain teaching by um, Reverend Kenneth Hagen of Blessed Memory. He said something that, he said two things that I would like to share. That when you are a babe in Christ, waging the good warfare is so easy. You just say, Hey, I rebuke this and it's rebuked. There's some grace that will cover you for that period. But then God expects us to grow. Amen. He expects us to grow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He expects us to grow. You see, if we say that we believe in the word of God, then we should take all the word of God. And so, if the Bible says that you need to grow your faith, if the Bible says that you need to grow into the full stature of Christ, if the Bible makes clear-cut um, distinctions between babies, sons, and fathers, then you know that it, it, you cannot just be at the level that you are. Otherwise, a higher or a more fiery arrow will come. And your shield will not be enough. Your shield will not be up to the task. Hallelujah. Amen. So we wage a good warfare. Take the shield of faith. Take the sword of the spirits, which is the word of God. And you see, the Bible says that hold on violently. Hold on violently. Hold on violently. Amen. Wage a good warfare. Amen. Sometimes we, 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 we easily let go because the prophecy has been about 10 years. Amen. So you start saying things you're not supposed to say. You are becoming like Job. You are saying things you're not supposed to say in contradiction 
with a spirit of faith. Now what you are saying, we don't know what spirit it is. So then any spirit can take advantage. But you are saying things that we don't, we don't know what spirit it is. Because it's definitely not the spirit of faith. Amen. Maybe jokingly, you are saying something, some spirit to his, he's walking around, he's looking, he's looking, looking for an opportunity. You say one, say some few things, say, wow. Fresh ground. This is ripe. The seed will germinate here. Hallelujah. But we have in the same spirit of faith. That's which we have. You can't say you believe something and then you go and say something else. Amen. You can't come and stand here and say, God, you are good. God, you are good. God, you are good. All of that. And then you live here and something crosses you. It's pace. Hey. You know how I'm, I'm, I'm tested when I'm driving. It, 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 it really builds up patience. It's, it's, it's a virtue. You know? And I'm like, hey, then, this thing, we need to be careful. Because the Bible talks about, uh, what's, what's, what's the name? When you study the word of God, you realize how anger is a very fertile ground for nice, fiery arrows. Very fertile ground. Anger. Now, when we read um, the first image chapter one, say that let's let, let's look at the verse nineteen. Say something. Having faith and a good and a good and a good, amen. So you see, those little little sopi sopi things, anger, jealousy. Bitterness. It will fight your, your, your fights. As you are fighting, and the fighting is negative. Hallelujah. So, these are things that we need to check. Making sure that we have a clear conscience. Amen. Amen. A clear conscience. An untainted conscience. Anger. Now, trust me. The Bible says that offense will come. Hallelujah. Offense will come. It is a good opportunity to fight the good fight of faith. Because what has God said? God has said, but the spirit of God has shed abroad the love of God in our hearts. And we understand that love does not get offended. Love suffers long. Amen. So, so, so you see the evidences of offense. What do you do? You sit down. Or you stand or you pace, whichever you want to do. And you say, you, 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 you fight a good fight of faith. The, the love of God is shed abroad in my heart. I cannot and I refuse to yield to offense. Do that for 30 minutes. Take the word of God. It's in words, Romans chapter, Romans chapter 1 verse 5 or 5 verse 5. Take the word of God. I refuse to yield to offense. I refuse to yield to bitterness. I refuse to yield to anger. Amen. I refuse to yield to anger. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you realize that as we practice these things, 
as we fight these, 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 these good fights of faith, you know, it gets to a point in time. Now the helper comes in. The spirit of God comes in. Yesterday somebody angered me. Because I didn't understand why that person was doing that thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I was driving. And I was, you know, thinking. Then right here, right here, real soft. This is the opportunity to show love. I'm like, hey! Oh! Now you are wishing you didn't hear the thing. Because, you know, sometimes, like, the, the flesh wants to hold on to the, and I want to show that, show that, yes. How can you say something like that? How can you do something like that? Why? Amen. But it is an opportunity to show love. It is an opportunity to walk in the nature that we've been called to. The nature that we've been called to. Hallelujah. It's an opportunity to show forth the virtues of light. Praise the Lord. Because at the end of the day, we are not flesh and blood. Amen. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So we are not flesh and blood. Hallelujah. That one too is another fight of faith we must fight. The lie that we are men. Paul said that if there's envy and strife among you, are you not carnal? And are you not acting as men? Some versions say mere men. But when you check, it says they're acting as men. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So what has God said? 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And so we all with unveiled faces, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of God. We all are being changed from one level of glory to another. Hallelujah. We all are being transfigured. Amen. It's the same word that was used for the transfiguration of Jesus. We all are being transfigured from one level of glory to another. We are being changed supernaturally. Beholding and accepting the image that we see. Not looking at it and going away, forgetting the image that we saw. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, the thing is, even in the natural world, there is nothing that you learn that will stick with you without practice. Amen. So there is nothing, there, there, is, there is nothing about faith that will truly stay with us if we do not fight the good fight of faith. Amen. If we do not wage the good warfare, that means that we are limiting ourselves in the trainings of victory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we, having the same spirit of faith, that which we have believed, that we also speak in the name of Jesus. That which we have believed, that we also speak in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Let us pray. Thank you for listening. This recording was brought to you by Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries. Stay blessed.